Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Jeff Byers, my friend, it's great to have you on. It was great to see you the other night. And likewise, uh, always enjoy being at the field and uh, definitely looking forward to a great weekend here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Did you get into the arena? I did. We went over today to get the uh, credentials, and uh, you're right. It really is an impressive setup, uh, an impressive arena, but I really like the way they have it set up here for the Big Ten tournament and uh, check out our broadcast location, and uh, I, I do think it's uh, it's going to be a really neat uh, environment. Uh, we were talking with uh, a couple of their uh, staff, and they actually released a few uh, extra 100 tickets uh, to put up in the, the corners, but it is a sellout for the weekend, and yeah. uh, they're expecting those uh, few remaining tickets that were released here to be uh, eaten up before the tournament gets underway tomorrow. Yeah, they've done a great job because that was all that was a railroad yard at one point, and what they did was they put yeah. the arena in. The city built the arena. It's not in Nebraska gets a sweetheart deal. I don't know if they pay like a dollar a year in rent or something like that. <laughs> um, but, that but that's where they expanded the restaurants, the hotels, that whole hay, yeah. mar- hay market area is really really nice. Yeah, and that baseball park uh, definitely yeah. puts you in the mind of Medler Field. Uh, <laughs> in a big way with the exception of I'll take Medler field every time for the outside uh, outfield view, but uh, yes, definitely very similar uh, baseball park. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You're, right, you're right about that, Jeff. That's exactly right. Uh, all right. So let's, I have to get to, it's always refreshing when you get such incredible depth of honesty in an answer. Roman Bravo young was asked about what the big 10 championships mean to him. And he said, no, nah, he said, not much, really. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sat back and said, hey, look, if you were to ask Duke basketball players you know, what this means to them, the ACC tournament, and one of them said, well, it's for better seating in the NCAAs, I'd be like, okay, great. What an honest right. answer. You never would hear that. When you heard that answer, what did you think? Yeah, I think, you know, and, and listen, it's going to be different for, for different kids. I mean, Roman's, is, you know, obviously coming from Arizona, and listen, at the end of the day, there, there's no question. The ultimate goal uh, in this sport is to win a national title. And, and that's where, uh, you know, your legendary status can be uh, secured. You know, you look at – I was just thinking about this today because Alex Marinelli has obviously had the terrific success at the uh, Big Ten tournament. He'll be going for his fourth Big Ten title uh, this weekend, and, and he'll be tr- trying to become just the 17th wrestler to achieve that feat. But – uh, if he does not win a national title here, he is going to feel uh, like his career had, you know, a huge void. Uh, and I was reading one of the uh, you know, newspaper accounts in Iowa uh, leading up to the tournament, and they're like, you know, Marinelli going for his fourth Big Ten title, but don't think for a second he wouldn't trade all of those in for one NCAA title. Yes. And that's just, yeah. you know, at, at the end of the day, that's uh, you know, obviously what everybody's in this thing for is, is to try to win the national title. And listen, these guys are competitive. I mean, they want to win everything. You want to be undefeated. You want to be a Big Ten champion and an NCAA champion. But there's not a wrestler out there that, uh, if, if they're being honest, that isn't going to tell you, yeah, if uh, I lose a couple of matches during the dual meet season and finish as the runner-up into the Big Ten and win the NCAA title, I'll take that every time. He was being honest. <laughs> yeah, no I, doubt. Okay, I give him a lot of credit for that. Uh, he's being honest. All right, so we know Penn State is a great dual meet team. What kind of sense do you have for them as a tournament team? 
Yeah, I think they're going to be really, really good, uh, Steve, you know, until you get into it. And this is a little uh, unusual season in that Penn State has not wrestled uh, in a tournament this season. And that is uh, very atypical. Uh, obviously, Penn State is uh, usually competing in uh, at least one early season, the midseason tournament, uh, to kind of get that feel. But just the, the way this season played out, that was not uh, something Penn State did. And so, um, you know, it's just a little different in that regard and that we don't uh, know for sure uh, how this team will respond in a tournament environment. That being said, all of these kids have been, obviously, in a lot of wrestling tournaments over the years. It's not like they're going to be uh, shocked with the uh, tournament format. But, uh, you know, I think you look at the overall depth of this team, you look at the top end strength, uh, and you look at the bonus point potential. Uh, it, this team is certainly, I, I think, well-equipped to have a very strong showing both this weekend and at the NCAA championships. So what is Drew Hildebrand, man? What is, what is his addition to the lineup? What has that meant, and how well do you think he has wrestled? Yeah, I think he's been re- really good, uh, Steve, and I think he's, he's making some little adjustments. Uh, I think the biggest thing to me that's been impressive with, the, with Drew is just the way he fits in with the, the program. It, it does not feel like this is a kid that's just – you know, going to be here uh, essentially for a semester of competition. Uh, I mean, he feels like a, a Penn Stater. He just brings a, a great attitude every day to the room, a uh, great uh, competitive spirit. And listen, you know, he came to Penn State because he, he wanted to uh, see how high on the podium he could get, and he felt this was the best place uh, to give him that opportunity after graduating from Central Michigan. So, you know, obviously on the mat, he gives you a, a presence that Penn State hasn't had. Uh, since Nico Megalutis's uh, graduation right. uh, at that weight. But I, I think it's more than that. I, I think it's really been the, the type of teammate and uh, leader uh, that he's become in a very short period of time here. You know, guys like Curtis Storacci, Aaron Brooks, Nick Lee, and the aforementioned Roman Bravo Young are right there among the favorites to win again at the Big Ten Championship. Give me a guy that maybe people aren't thinking about they could make a move and make a couple steps up the podium, in your opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple. Obviously, I mean, I think Penn State fans are kind of expecting Brady Berge, but, I mean, he goes in as, as a 10 seed. And mm-hmm. I really think – I'm not sure if he's, you know, where he would match up with Ryan Deacon right now. I think Deacon's a pretty prohibitive favorite uh, to win the, the title there at 157. But I don't think there's anybody else in that weight class uh, that Brady's not capable of beating, and I wouldn't roll him out against Deacon. But, uh, you know, I, we'll get a real good feel for how Brady is going to fare in this tournament when he wrestles Caleb Young, who he beat last year in the NCAA tournament uh, in the quarterfinals uh, here, presumably assuming all those seeds hold, uh, which I think of that weight class they for sure will. Uh, and I think Brady, you know, again, he's going to go in as the 10 seed. I don't think it'll be shocking to see him in the finals. I think he could finish kind of anywhere from second to uh, probably as low as seventh, but I don't think mm-hmm. he's. Uh, I don't think he'll be in danger of not uh, getting one of the automatic bids there. But listen, I, I think the guy that you're really looking at, if, if you're Penn State, is Bo Bartlett, and whether or not yeah. he can just kind of open some things up uh, offensively. I, I, I mean, I think the skill set is there, Steve, and he's shown he can be competitive with these top guys, but he's got to generate some offense. Uh, in order to get over the hump. And, you know, it's something they've been working with them on uh, all season, and we'll see if he can kind of cut it loose and, uh, you know, finish significantly higher than that uh, seven spot. 
which would get him an automatic berth to the NCAA tournament. But, uh, you know, that's, that's not the uh, point-scoring potential that they're looking for from him there. And then Creighton Edsel's another guy, uh, Steve. I, I just think, you know, the commitment he's made to, to this team and program and to himself, uh, you'd like to see that pay off with a, a top seven finish and an automatic berth to the NCAA tournament. I think he's a guy that if he finishes eighth will have a real strong case for one of the at-large selections at that weight at uh, 165. But, you know, those three guys are the guys that you're kind of looking at as, as guys to make a, a significant move up from their seeds here at the Big Ten tournament. Um, so I want to stick on Bo Bartlett for a moment because I always have felt that for a long time, you know, when you go from high school to college, you do get better, but you are who you are And when you go from college to the pros. So, it's, you know, a, a, you know, we talk about football or basketball, you Pretty much that's, you know, who you are. Jalen Hurts is who he is with the Philadelphia Eagles, as an example. How tough is it for Bo Bartlett to, do you think it is for him to change what's been successful for him, but now he's at this stage where he needs more offense? How difficult is that for him mentally to understand? I mean, I'm sure he's trying to convince himself to do it, but then he gets in there and you, you are who you are. How difficult is yeah. that for him? Yeah, and Steve, you know, in, in high school, he was more of a, an offensive-oriented uh, wrestler. I, I think last year it kind of got into his head because he was wrestling up a weight class, uh, you know, that, that he needed to try to be a little more defensive-minded. Uh, and I just think, uh, you know, it, it's been a little difficult getting him out of that mindset. Now, that being said, all along, you know, he has said uh, throughout the offseason and during the season that, it, you know, it's all about building for uh, the postseason. So we'll see. I mean, I, I think you're right. It, it's difficult to, uh, you know, just turn it on uh, in that regard. That being said, there have been some little things he's seen in terms of progress uh, and, you know, getting better penetration. But, again, against the elite guys, whether or not he's able to, to kind of trust his shot and, and open up and go for it, uh, we'll have to see this weekend. Yeah. I, again, I think the skill set is there, Steve, for him to have a, a really strong showing both like here at the Big Tens and to get on the podium at Nationals. But, uh, you know, it, it's really up to him and, and how offensive-minded he can become. Because he shows that flash. And you'll see the flash of it, and you're like, okay, you know. For sure. And then it's like, doggone, and then, then he'll revert. And it's like, oh. That's the frustrating because you just feel like he can be a, a guy that can score. Um, hopefully that happens this weekend and puts him in a, in a good spot. Uh, Kirk Bleat at heavyweight. Let's see. Uh, the Minnesota guy's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's an issue. You know, where is he better where he can put some heat on the, on, on the top guys? Because he's a top guy himself. Yeah, for sure. He, he, he's just a really good all-around wrestler, uh, Steve. And I, and I think he's, he's a guy that uh, you know, has a real understanding of what it is he needs to do here uh, this weekend and you know, more importantly in a couple of weekends to, to get where he wants to be. And um, Listen, I, I can guarantee you, for as good as Gable Stevenson is, uh, Greg Kirkley is not going into either of these tournaments no. thinking uh, – Hey, I, I'm in this thing to try to get second. That's uh, <laughs> right. It's not the, the mindset of the background that that he has. So, you know, obviously that's a very tall order. 
um, you know, he'll likely get uh, Tony Cassiope in the semifinals. Cassiope's been a thorn in the side uh, over the last two seasons, but I really think uh, you're just going to see a different uh, strategy. And, and uh, I, you know, I'm expecting Kirkley to be able to, to prevail uh, in that matchup and, and get a shot at Steveson. And I think from Penn State's perspective, you know, you're hoping that you at least get that look and feel here. Obviously, Kirkley has a, a long history here with Steveson. It's not mm-hmm. like he hasn't left right. him. But I think getting a feel for him for where he's at now, uh, you know, it's amazing what a couple of weeks can do once you get a feel. And, you know, we've seen that uh, with Nick Lee and Jaden Ironman. We saw it with uh, Michael Kemmer and Carter Sirachi. You know, you get that feel, you, you can go back and make some adjustments and, uh, you know, maybe uh, turn things around in a couple of weeks if the, the result isn't what you're looking for here this weekend. When Penn State wrestled Iowa in the dual meet, what impressed me is that, look, Penn State wrestles 2022 style. Now, again, this is my opinion. You can You can chime in because you're the expert. I still feel like Iowa wrestles like it's 1986. And Penn State beat them at their own game. Uh, and that's what struck me as though one of those, like, if I'm an Iowa wrestling fan, would take me back. Penn State beat them at their own game. Uh, how important is that for Penn State when they do match up Iowa, that you know they can incorporate their 2022 style but still have the ability to beat them at the 86 style? Yeah, I, I think it is a, a big deal. And I think it's one of the things uh, – to me, Steve, that's really been kind of a signature of Kale Sanderson's teams is, uh, you know, a lot of these guys can beat you a lot of different ways. Uh, right. You know, if you are able to slow down their uh, attack from the neutral position, okay, are you going to be able to get out from their ride? Are you going to be able to keep uh, on top of them? Uh, you know, the, the top-end guys uh, for Penn State are all looking for bonus points every time out. Uh, and I think they all have that ability to adapt and adjust. Uh, you know, Nick Lee, I don't, I don't remember seeing him hit an inside trip in a match before <laughs> right. uh, the, the overtime uh, yep. one in the finals last year. I, these guys all have a tremendous skill set, and I think, um, you know, the one thing that I love about Cal and his approach is is that it is all about wrestling in that room, and you know, when Bo Nickel talked about, listen, I've been in that uh, position thousands of times. I mean, he wasn't exaggerating. And, and right. you know, all of these guys just have that, that passion. And I'm talking about the top end guys. They, they have that passion uh, for the sport and they just love competing and kind of picking each other's brains. And, uh, and obviously you have a top end staff here in terms of the uh, technical side of it is just watching some things they were working on with uh, Carter Starachi and Casey Cunningham is as uh, good as there is in the country in uh, terms of, you know, little adjustments with technique to, to get guys over the top. And I just, I, I just think these guys, uh, as we've seen throughout Kale's tenure, they're, they're going to be prepared here uh, this weekend and especially in a couple of weekends to have their peak performance. It's about three and a half hours from Des Moines. It's about four and a half hours from Iowa City. How do I know stupid things like that? I drove it. I actually I had to drive it once. Uh, and, and so is it pretty much crowd-wise an, an Iowa invasion? Yeah, I'm expecting that's going to be the case. Uh, and, you know, listen, I, I do like the fact that, that Penn State had that dual meet uh, under the belt uh, earlier this season. And, 
you know, to go back to what you were talking about, it, it yeah, I think the style-wise, it, it was good for Penn State to, to kind of match up and uh, beat Iowa in its own game. But I also think, you know, kind of overcoming the, the momentum that you can feel swell sometimes in that arena. Uh, and, yeah. you know, it feels like things are going against you. Calls may be uh, going against you. And uh, you can just feel the crowd and the wrestlers uh, drawing on that. And I thought Penn State just did a nice job of, kind of setting uh, through that and, and just taking control of the matches where they needed to take control at the key times. And, you know, uh, these guys aren't going to be phased by uh, a no. crowd. I think they'll draw energy from the crowd, whether it's uh, for or against them. But, yeah, with, you know, Nebraska obviously hosting the event, expecting a large uh, Nebraska contingent, but I would expect I was going to have a very strong showing. And listen, Penn State will have its fair share of fans here. I think yeah. they travel very well, obviously, these days. But, yeah, I think it's largely going to be uh, an Iowa-Nebraska crowd here at, uh, in Lincoln. I just felt like watching them in Carver-Hawkeye, they blocked that whole thing out. Yeah, yeah, they really I, the, the mental toughness, I thought, was like, yeah, that's very nice. That's adorable you're here tonight. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I mean, I, you know, everybody talks about uh, doing that. It's, it's just easier said than done. Right. Like, I did think Penn State did a really, really good job of doing that this Be- year. Because I was there a couple days before you did. You were there. Yeah. Uh, and that's all everybody kept talking to me about. Right? Oh, this is going to be big on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I, I got it. I'll, I'll be watching. I got it. I, got it. I Jeff, I low keyed it. <laughs> I, just, I was like, it's, I want to wish you the best of luck. You're going to need it. All right. <laughs> Jeff, always a pleasure. Uh, get ready. Uh, rest that voice. Can't wait to hear it this weekend uh, with your usual brilliance. Looking forward to it. It should be a, a whole lot of fun. A lot of great matches. Uh, uh, both involving Penn Staters and not. I, I do think the, the level of competition this weekend is going to be as good as we've seen at the Big Ten tournament. And uh, that's saying something since this is the premier tournament every year. Every year. Jeff, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks, Steve.